what to say, what to say. But we don't have the means, but we can listen, yeah. Things that we sharpen our vision, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Negativity getting out of the way, out of the way. By listening to us that we bring life, yeah. Plus, it's like the voice of an angel, yeah. Dr. OJ, visionary, extraordinary. That bunny like you've been trying to die up, yes. With the team bringing life to the dream, that's all we Just keep on speaking, speaking for us You're the voice you want to hear You have the positivity Dr. OJ keep on speaking, speaking for us Dr. OJ anxiety and I don't even know why I'm saying this with a smile on my face maybe it's because it's something that I am often too familiar with you know when you wear so many hats like I do like I know a lot of entrepreneurs do doing so much not just to sustain the business but to manage all those multiple streams of income that we're so encouraged by society to ensure that we get and we have to manage the life of having a family, work-life balance, to find, um, let me just say, to find success in different areas of endeavors, right? All of the areas that we hope to achieve success as humans. When it comes to health and wellness, we worry about that. We have anxiety about so many things. And then we have those external stresses that come at us from the things that we have committed to do ourselves. But does this have to be the norm, though? Today on 60 Seconds with Dr. OG, I'm going to have a quick chat with you on my own take about stress and anxiety, the twin silent killers, killing our life, killing our dreams, killing our hopes, killing our belief systems, <laughs> killing us all around and causing us to not be as productive, not be as successful, not be as human, human, yes, not be as human as we are actually created to be. Stress and anxiety creeps up on you. It seems like a normal way of life. Oh my God, I'm so stressed out. And everybody says it like it's a song, like it's a code of honor, like it's an anthem or something. Like you saying you're stressed is supposed to be a normal way of life. But unfortunately, it has become a normal way of our being, a normal way of our existence. That's how we roll. I'm so busy, busy, busy doing this, doing that. I have so much going on. Let me ask you this question. If you decided on a very normal day, let's take the most, the busiest day in the workplace, the marketplace. Okay, apart from the fact if you're living in the United Arab Emirates, so this might not really apply to you. But let's just take some days like um. A Monday. A Monday in the market is like, huh, that's like go time. It's like on your mark, ready, set, the gun goes off and everybody's off to the rat races. Brrr, we are going on our merry way. We are running here, running there. What if 
on that day when everybody is supposed to be running helter skelter, trying to get into their positions, their jobs, their businesses, everyone is hustling to get the attention of everyone in the marketplace. What if you decided to just take a back seat, relax, and just take the day off to chill? You know, one of the things that I mentally find myself doing is even when I'm on a vacation, when it's like a three or four day weekend and we really don't have to go to work on Monday, I just have that thing about Monday mindset where it's like, if I ever stayed in bed, it would be like some major catastrophic event was going to happen. I can never, I, I mean, till date, I'm working on it. I have found it so hard to mentally switch my mind to understand this one single effect that I control my existence. I control the outcomes. I control the outputs, the things that I'm putting out in the world and everything that I get back is absolutely at 110% up to me. So when we talk about stress and anxiety and the fact that April, I found out recently while doing some research for my show that April is stress awareness month. Can y'all believe that, that April is stress awareness month, that there is a month dedicating to raising awareness to stress because stress levels have caused the death of more people than are ever reported. Stress and anxiety has caused so many people to not only die or physiologically have diseases or physiologically have negative impact on their health, but stress and anxiety has killed many, many dreams. People have stress and anxiety and it stops them in their tracks and they become inactive. They pause for so long because they're stressed about how things are going to turn out or if they're not going to turn out. They're scared if they do it, it's going to work out. And if they do it, if, if, if it works out, then they're actually stressed about that. And they have anxiety about even the worst things. You know what I heard about fear? Fear is false evidence appearing real. And when we are afraid, when we feel fear, we embrace it. There's nothing wrong with being afraid and being fearful. There's nothing wrong with being anxious sometimes when it's absolutely necessary. You know, for being a public speaker and for the many times that I've had to speak, whenever that time comes, I get anxious. But now I have to find a balance to separate the type of anxiety that I'm feeling. Is it a negative type of anxiety that cripples me, paralyzes me, stops me in my tracks from doing what I need to do? Whenever I need to make a business decision to move forward and do certain things, given some experiences that I've had in my past, and this is me really being vulnerable with you, being in the business space that I'm in, owning a medical spa. There was a time just not too far away in about two years ago when my business was at the cusp of failure. I wasn't going to make it. I was about to shut my doors out permanently. I was about to close shop. And this was a business that I had put everything into. A business that I loved so much. A business that I lived, I breathed. A business that I was a full living, breathing representation, poster child of what a med spa operator needed to be. So why wasn't it working out for me? I was so stressed out. I was so anxious. Let's talk about some personal stresses. Just these are like events, things that pop up, not, uh, not on a continuous basis. These are things that we all get to deal with, you know, things that we all have to worry about from time to time.
You're trying to make a new transition. You're transitioning from, say, a marriage into being a divorced person. You're transitioning from a relationship that you had been codependent on for such a long time into being a single person now. Or you're transitioning from a full-time job, W-2 paycheck every two weeks, stability, security, employee, now to being a solopreneur not knowing where the next paycheck is gonna come from. Knowing that if you don't kill, you don't eat. You're going into the world of the hunters like us. That could be quite stressful, I admit. That could be extremely stressful. Let's talk about some of the things that stress us that we really do not have control over. If something happens to our health and wellness, and the best that we can do. It's not because you did something wrong. It's not because you were irresponsible with your health. It's not because you made the bad choices. You lived a really good life. You're, you, do, you do everything that they supposedly say that you're supposed to do to maintain your health and wellness. And then you get this horrible diagnosis and then the stress creeps in. And then you're anxious because you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Those are quite legitimate, but you have absolutely no control over it. You know, what about the stress that comes from triggers, from stresses, things that trigger certain emotions within us, things that we have not yet dealt with in our past, that we carry on into the future, that we carry on every single day. And when something that resembles that situation pops up, it raises our anxiety levels, when we talk about post-traumatic stress disorder, when we talk about traumatic stress disorder, when we talk about just things that trigger us and set us off, allows us to act out of character on a global stage, doing something that we normally would not have done outside of us being stressed or having to deal with anxious thoughts and emotions. These are all so real. These are all so true to everyone, no matter what specialty, no matter what profession, no matter what spiritual persuasion, sexual orientation, gender, race, ethnicity, the color of your skin, your wealth, um, income bracket, your status in society, kings and queens, everybody falls victim to these two twin slayers killing of the human race so silently, it goes unrecorded and we are not even thinking to do anything about it. We are not even considering it as an epidemic that it is. We're stressed about social media, social freaking media, excuse my French, all of these things that we have put in place as humans to make our lives better, to take us into the future that we so desire to have, but they are the number one contributors to stress and anxiety. We are losing our children. Our young babies, I'm a mother of three sons, oldest is 14 and my youngest is eight. And to think that the demographic of my children actually record the highest rate of suicidal death from stress, anxiety, fear of the unknown. Little kids worried about what? What could they be worried about? 
The world has become so exposed that children, even children do not have a safe place to hide from this pandemic of a mental health situation. Stress and anxiety working hand in hand every single day. Everyone wakes up, the sun comes up, these two evil demons wake up with us and they're the first two to greet you at your bedside to say, hey, I'm here, it's another day. I've got 101 reasons to give you to be worried today. Which one do you wanna deal with first? Is it your social media account? Or is it your bank account? Or is it this, is it work, is it family? Which would you have me serve to you first? Excuse me, guys, for being so dramatic or trying to be poetic with this, but these are realities that we get to deal with. And I was trying to think of a better way to serve this dish today on my podcast, to serve this to you and to kind of raise your awareness to the fact that this is an ever-present resident evil that no one is safe from. And what are we going to do about it as a people? What can we do about it to help reduce and hopefully diminish the effect of these two twin slayers from taking us out one by one by one? You know, the irony of the matter is stress doesn't even have to physiologically kill your body for it to kill you. If stress and anxiety kills your dreams, if stress and anxiety has a hold on your productivity, if stress and anxiety has a hold on your mind and keeps you from being your highest and best and most authentic self, guess what? You are like a zombie walking the face of the earth, not being able to put forth what you were created to do on this earth. So guess what? Stress and anxiety wins again. How long are we going to keep allowing stress and anxiety to take charge of our lives? That is the probing question that I have for you today. And I hope that my talk today will get you thinking because the truth of the matter is when you have a conversation such as this on a podcast, people are expecting for you to come forward with a solution for them. But I can tell you that I am just like one of you dealing with this thing every day, trying to figure out a way to manage it. Maybe this is my therapy. Maybe this is my solution to actually address the issue, to confront the issue and to let you know that, guess what? You are not alone. Me too. I deal with this every single day. But by the grace of God, <laughs> I managed to make it through every day. And then I need that grace to reload every single day. I need the help of God to help me get through every day so that these two evil slayers don't take me out. Because if we think about what stress and anxiety is doing to us as a society, a lot of it, we are contributing parties to the damage that it's doing to us. We overly expose ourselves. So maybe a solution and a fix to that is we need to set those boundaries in place. Yeah, let's talk about some actual solutions. We need to set those boundaries in place. Everyone has a boundary. Everyone has a threshold. 
Not everybody can take on as much as other people can. But to know yourself is to be able to achieve the highest and best version of yourself. You have to know yourself first so that you can set the right boundaries for yourself. So you can manage and limit your exposure to external stressors. I mentioned social media earlier. Social media is a huge stress factor in the lives of about, yeah, yeah, yeah. 98% of human beings. And I left that 2% out just for, I don't know, so it just does not seem like, oh, really, you mean everybody? Yeah, maybe the 2% who are not on social media, the ones who really, really are living in the, in the I don't know, the Stone Ages, <laughs> who have decided and sworn against all manners of technology and refuse to participate in this thing called life and evolution. <laughs> Those are the people that I'm leaving out of the 2%. So the 98% of us get to deal with this issue, but we can actually do something about it. We can choose to curate our space. We can choose to set the boundaries around our lives, set the boundaries around our time, set the boundaries around the activities that we indulge in, set the boundaries on the information that we expose ourselves to, set the boundaries. Let's just set those boundaries in place. Guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. That's the Bible I'm quoting, one of my favorite books, actually my favorite book of all time because it has something for everything. Huh? I love it. Set those boundaries in place. And I think another thing that I would propose for us to do is identify those things that you are, because we all have things that we pick up as from childhood to adulthood, it becomes absolutely impossible. When you think about the world that we live in today, from childhood to adulthood, it has become absolutely impossible for you to stay away from picking up several different things that, are, that, that impact your life. You know, in psychology, we talk about the, 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 the phenomenon, the, the philosophy of nature versus nurture, right? one over the other, which one shapes the personality and the attributes and the traits that the person grows up to exhibit as an adult. So all of those things contribute. And for the most part, the reality is a better percentage of the population do not even know that they have all the stresses that they have been dealing with and carrying on from childhood. Some of them they pick up from like their teenage years. Some of them you pick up from even your young adult years. And then we shove it down until those stresses act as triggers for us. And for the most part, we don't even know they're triggers. So many people might need to get a psychological analysis of the things that will trigger them to go into a state of anxiety or the stresses that actually contribute to them getting stressed. Because we all have something that triggers us. Some people are so cool and calm in the most unsettling situations. And you wonder that, what kind of human being are you? The fact is they just don't get triggered by pressure. They have figured out a way to operate successfully in a state of pressure. Now put them in another situation and then you can see them flip over. And you're like, are you okay? 
So we all have our stress triggers. We all do. For me, there's several things that trigger stress for me. And I try to manage those by doing my creative pursuits. You know, once I sit behind a microphone or I stand in front of a camera and I start to create amazing content that I know adds value and blesses the lives of the people that I'm sent to, it melts away my stress, even if just for that moment. So you can find something that you could use. It's like, you know, when kids have... um what do they call it, um, anxiety issues or ADHD and things like that, you know, professionals give them what we call, some people get stress balls, they get this, this thing that I used to really hate as a teacher, it was a major distraction in my classroom, in fact, there was a season and a time when, I, I, I forget the name of that little tool, that little thing, only to realize that it's actually a tool that was created to help with the attention span of students who were suffering from ADHD, but it became a plague in the school system. And every kid who did not need to have that device had it in their hands. And it was such a distraction to instruction. So <laughs> that was something, you know? So everybody has one of those. It doesn't have to come in the form of those little devices, but it could be something, something that could creatively that you could creatively express yourself with, something that you could get yourself into to help you diminish the effect of the stress that you might be currently going through. Another thing that I found to work is meditation, you know, prayer meditation. But, you know, one of the things that I tell myself is faith without works is dead. So when I get into that mode and I'm like praying, I'm praying so hard about a situation. I'm like, okay, doctor, oh, you need to get up and do something. You know, I'm just that A-type weird personality person. Like I cannot help myself. But sometimes when I get into that extreme mode of anxiety and stress and feeling overwhelmed, I reach out and I talk to somebody. I reach out and I talk to somebody. You know, as much as we want to talk about humanity and all of the issues that we have, you know, of all the solutions that I can share with you today is the fact that we are, let me say that very slowly. It is the fact that we are our greatest solution. We are our greatest solution to every issue that plagues us. Humanity, whoo, humanity finds strength and courage in one another in the most unusual places. So for me, for us as a generation, as a human race, to manage these twin slayers and stopping them from taking us out one by one by one, each one teach one. Let's build around ourselves a network of people, friends, individuals, humans that we can pull together as a support system, someone to talk to, someone to lean on, someone we can trust, someone we can reach out to, someone who will miss us or miss something when it goes missing. Due to stress and anxiety, sometimes there are people who call me and say, hmm, it's funny, last week, Saturday, 
I got a text from one of my sweet, sweet friends and baby sisters. And she's like, I haven't seen you on social media for a couple of days. Are you okay? And I read that text and it brought a bit of tears to my eyes. But there were tears of joy because I'm like, of all the thousands and thousands of people that I have following me on social media, on there, on here, she was the one person who was observant enough and not only observant, some, some, some other friends of mine could have observed and like, oh, the girl, we haven't seen her post in a couple of days, even though she posts every day, sometimes two to three times a day, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, whatever. But she took the time. She took the time to reach out and check on me. What? That is what humanity is about, y'all. That is what it is about. Those are some of the things that will cause you to take a deep breath, let it out, knowing that you not only matter, but somebody out there cares about you. Somebody out there is thinking about you. You know, the feeling of being loved and being able to love people. They say it's a fundamental human need. Those are things that when those needs are met, it reduces the level of stress and anxiety that we feel. That no matter how bad a situation is, when you know that another human being is in your corner, looking out for you, checking for you, helping you out, someone you can lean on, someone you can talk to, it diminishes the effect of stress and anxiety. You know, you see a lot of people who are like baby boomers in their very old age, and maybe the wife passes away. And soon after you see the husband will follow suit, or if he's lucky, he finds another mate, then he sticks around because now he has another reason to be here. But for those who are not able to be fortunate enough to find that human companion to replace that which has been lost, they sooner or sooner than later pass on. So as I round up this podcast about stress and anxiety, I really do hope that you're going to take a moment today to do an audit, do an audit of your life, do an audit of your activities, do an audit of you. I said to know yourself is to be able to show up as your best and highest self. There's so many things that come out of just getting to know yourself. To know yourself is to understand the things that will trigger you, is to understand some underlying traumatic things that might be buried beneath the surface that could eventually end up causing more damage in the future than we realize today, to unearth those things that act as stressors for us, to unearth those things that act as triggers for us, that predisposes us to a high level of stress and anxiety, depreciating our health and wellness, causing ourselves to be constantly inflamed, because you know that inflammation is the number one cause of so many diseases, right? Let me just go a little bit medical med spa professional on you. Inflammation causes weight gain. Inflammation causes spiking in the blood sugar levels. Inflammation causes cells to replicate out of character. 
thereby leading to different forms of cancer. Inflammation causes so many things that this is not the episode for that, but I only brought that along to say, when you are stressed, your cells become inflamed. So you see where I'm going with this, people. Stress and anxiety affect so many things. And as I talk to you, I talk to myself as well. Although while I talk to you, I am getting my own medicine because my creative process is one of the ways that I'm able to let go of a lot of things that actually stress me. It's one of the ways that I'm able to center myself and find alignment because I am living in my purpose. I think one of the ways that we can drastically reduce stress and anxiety is if a lot of us begin to live authentically by fulfilling our purpose and our destiny on this earth. Unfortunately, a lot of people are not fortunate enough. Oh, that's a repetition of word and I apologize for that. But it's, it's rightly so. It's quite unfortunate that many of us don't have the good fortune to know what it is that our purpose is. And we're not even using and expressing our gifts that allows us to discover that purpose. So we're always stressed. We're, even when we're making a lot of money, doing some things that appear so cool to the rest of the world, but there's something, there's a void on the inside that only living a purposeful life can feel for you. So that is one way for you to find alignment and diminish your exposure to stress and anxiety in this world. You know what they say, the joy in doing a work when you work at a job that you absolutely love and enjoy. You never work a day in your life because you're doing it with so much joy and happiness all the time. You don't feel stressed doing it. There's no anxiety that comes to you to perform. You don't have anxiety, performance anxiety because you are in your zone of genius. You are doing that which you were created to do. So stress and anxiety automatically melts away. All right, y'all. I really do hope you have pieced together a lot of the ramblings that I've done today on stress and anxiety, but I have laid it out perfectly for you. I have laid it out from start to finish, talking about what stress and anxiety is, talking about how it's affecting us, talking about nobody's safe from stress and anxiety. And then we started to talk about some of the things that we could do to identify whether or not we are, we are falling victim to it, which honestly, all of us do fall victim to it. And then we, we rounded it up with some of the solutions that I believe are easily walkable into our lives as humans as we speak today. Thank you, everybody, for listening to me. This has been 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. Don't forget to connect with me on all social platforms. Connect with this podcast on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Anchor. Listen, if it resonates with you, leave me a review. I also have a YouTube channel. Make sure you go subscribe to my YouTube channel, y'all. I have amazing content that drops on lifestyle, relationships, and we talk about some social issues from time to time, raising awareness to them and providing education, information, and entertainment on Dr. OJ Speaks on YouTube. Make sure you go subscribe, y'all. I really love to connect with you. And let's get to be friends. I love more friends. Let's, let's be friends. Get in my DMs. Introduce yourself. And let's get to know one another. It's been an amazing time with you today. Thank you, Wisdom, for listening. Thank you to everyone that came through today to listen to me on Wisdom. 
And of course, as this podcast goes live this week on all other platforms, my name is Dr. Oyin Kosolajinoru, Dr. OJ, the MedSpa Professor, signing out today on another episode of 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. Bye, guys. <laughs>